I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, what's going on, guys? Adam Carr here. Hope you're doing well. Uh, this, this is Horribly Hollywood Single, some of the worst dating stories told by some of the best guests in Hollywood. I'm joined here today with my special friend, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Ruth, please stay healthy, stay safe. Chug emergency, whatever you have to do, please. We will IV oranges to you. Uh, we're so excited today. Uh, I have not one, but two, two guests, two absolutely amazing, fantastic ladies who are part of the uh, International Body by Gia. I'm going to do a big Ace Ventura breath here and introduce both these ladies, and then we're going to start the show up. All right, my first guest, LA philanthropist, writer, and VP of business development for Body by Gia. I also went to high school with her, the lovely Kirsten Brown, and also the internationally recognized fitness influencer known to promote overall fitness and health with more than half a million YouTube subscribers and 55 plus million views featured on NBC News, Telemundo, Univision, Huffington Post, and spoke at the White House on behalf of Google, the CEO of Body by Gia, Gia Faye, and Kirsten Brown, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies, welcome to the show. Oh my God, what an amazing intro. Impressive <laughs> micro machine. I really, you don't know how nervous I get about the intro. Not only that, you, you have so much great work and I just want to be sure that I'm hitting all the right. I was this close to messaging Kirsten beforehand and just saying, hey, what should I say? But I was like, no, no, you know what? I'm going to tackle this. I'm going to see how I do. So ladies, welcome. How are you? Good, good. Just trying to Stay healthy and fit and mentally sane to this quarantine. Yes. <laughs> I know it's for someone like you, like, cause you guys both obviously are, you're in fitness. How has the landscape changed entirely as you're going probably more digital now and um, probably just dealing with people who need to regularly work out just to feel not only um, fit, but just sane. Cause I think everybody's just a little stir crazy right now. I mean, I think the nice thing about this time is that you know, most people do think about fitness and they think exercise and they think eating healthy, but what they don't know about fitness is that a lot of it really, 80% of it really is in your mind. So during these times, it's, it's kind of nice to start mm. teaching people the foundation of where fitness starts, where, you know, meditating is something really important, sleep as well, which is like our basic need, but people need to now understand that that needs to be incorporated with your exercise because exercising alone isn't enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. totally disrupted by this. It's just incredible. really, yeah. So is there anything to you recommend like meditation wise or sleep wise? Cause you're saying that's so important and that a lot of people sometimes aren't just thinking of that. They're just thinking I need to work out as much as possible. Uh, anything that you use to meditate or. I, I personally like to, for meditation, I need to sleep do it. For the night, because I can tell you like, I want to look at my. Oh, it's okay. No, it started freezing a little bit. Oh, sorry. I'm <laughs> so done. I don't know what you were saying towards the end. So you were saying um, what I use for meditation and for just recommendations for sleep. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, meditation and sleep. So yeah, meditation, absolutely. Um, there's two ways you can do it. Uh, I've done both ways. One would be put on a video <laughs> on YouTube where it's a guided meditation. This is for people that are beginners that have really never meditated before. They don't even know what it is, how to do it. You know, do they just sit still? <laughs> so one way would be to put on a YouTube video. I personally like to listen to Jay Shetty. He's actually doing meditation every single day right now. Um, but then once you start to learn oh, cool. meditation, you realize how to do it, then you can kind of start doing it on your own and just practicing to just sit in silence and connect your breath 
to your body connects the mind to the body. So just sitting, you know, I'll sit for five minutes and just maybe just count my breaths, you know, count my breath seconds, counting four seconds in and counting four seconds out. Because right now, especially during this time, our mind and our body kind of feel disconnected, you know, because of everything that's going on. So bringing that breath back to your body helps you connect that again to each other. And sleep just as important. I mean, sleep, you really should be getting about seven to eight hours. I'm getting 10 hours now because, you know, we have all this time. Um, but really recommended to do is like seven to eight yeah, hours totally. is recommended, but meditation really just trying to practice it in the morning time for five, 10, 15 minutes, whatever you have, if it's five minutes, that's enough. It's still better than nothing. Because if you have that meditation in your routine, that mm -hmm. will help you just throughout the day, just focus on breathing. Cause a lot of it really has to do with our breath. And if you do it in the morning, it's great. If you do it at nighttime, it's great. Just as long as you're practicing it. And I think the most important thing about, you know, during this time is routine is the answer for the chaos. If we have a routine, we kind of feel organized. We feel like, okay, this is what I have to do today. And that really will help us, you know, get through it day by day. And we can only really do this one day at a time. Wonderful. And uh, because I might have people listening who go, well, cool, I'd love to start that. Or I want to look up your stuff right now. Just tell them to Google Body by Gia, look up on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Gia, like, Instagram. I'm Facebook. doing live videos. I posted a schedule today on my Instagram stories, just the all the live workouts that I'm going to have all week. They're going to be booty workouts. There'll be upper body workouts, cardio workouts. And throughout the whole coaching, though, I really like to coach them through gratitude you know so just even in our water mm. breaks we're talking about yeah. what are you thankful for today because i go back to 80 percent of it being in the mind and 20 percent of it is mechanics so my coaching is a lot more than just exercise it's you know reminding yourself to love yourself it's reminding yourself to continue to talk to yourself positively because i think positive self-talk is also so important if you're working out and you're calling yourself a piece of crap <laughs> you know you're not going to be really motivated to work sure. out so that's my staple Exactly. Right. Yeah. So exercise is so important to be combining it with positive self-talk yeah. and the body by Gia socials, you know, all of it, like I said, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, as well as bodybygia.com. I have also classes that are, that are on there that are a little bit longer that are more in demand. If you want them, if I'm not live streaming, you can have my in demand classes on my website, but yeah, just really focusing on that self-talk through the exercise, because there's so many trainers out there, you know, everyone can exercise with you, but you have to really find a coach and it could be me. It could be someone else, but somebody that's going to motivate you, someone that yeah. can talk to you with you know, coaching you with your specific needs because everybody's different. Some people have that positive self-talk and they don't are all signatures are like the uh, curvy girls fitness. So I'm talking to women that are curvier, women that want to be curvier, women that just want to accept their bodies the way that they are at the same time, learn how to build those curves. I'm going to bring Ruth in for this one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So mm -hmm. they're, yeah, that's really what she I'm wants to know. On. It's really what I want to focus on though, because I know right now is the most important time. And like you said, everything has shifted. The industry has shifted. I also do conferences. I do personal training. And of course that has had to be put on hold. And for me, that's kind of my sanity in the sense of that's where mm -hmm. I connect with people. So right now doing more live streams through my socials has been a, a nice supplement to that because I still feel like I can talk to people. I still feel like I can, I can connect with them, even though I can't see them. Yeah. And I, and you know, I think that one of the most important things about the fact that we're in this quarantine right now is you don't 
want to lose. I know you have a lot of singles in your audience. Um, nobody who's working on their fitness routine wants to lose their gains during this quarantine. So Gia really does a great job of keeping people motivated and on track. That's fantastic. Um, well, yeah, actually, Kirsten, my next question is for you. Speaking of human connection, as Gia was just saying, you just recently got engaged. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, Congratulations to you as that. well. <laughs> you either wear that ring or eat a small country. Oh, thank you. Yes, yes. The engagement life. It's definitely, it's its a different turn right now with engagement life. Um, but it's its wonderful. It's great. But uh, as we go into this, uh, now dating has kind of changed again. I was just reading up on an app called uh, the Dating Quarantine app, um, which really? basically every day at 6 p.m. it asks you if you, yeah. They've already asks you if that? you wash your hands every day at 6 p.m. Yes. So they said a guy um, or someone, whoever was capitalizing on it, literally March 8th, like got it uh, trademarked and launched it. So the Dating Quarantine app every day at 6 p.m asks you if you washed your hands and if you say yes then you connect with someone that you can start texting with in a potential match and then after 15 minutes it sends you both a video link if you wish to start chatting and they said that the app's really taken off but it's ironic because my fiance is a bit of an introvert she's an like outgoing introvert so if she's around the right people or like family then she's very outgoing otherwise like I always wanted to call her when we were first talking and she was like, just just keep texting me. You don't have to call all the time. But um, I noticed that the, when we first met, it was mid-December and then it was Christmas break. So we had about two or three weeks where all we did was text, talk, like video chat. We kind of did like a mini quarantine getting to know you. And that made all the difference because then at the end of it, she was like, I really wanted to go on a date with you after that three-week process of not being of not seeing each other because then it really, there was a connection. Um, I knew who you like were a bit more like, so I'm just wondering what you're hearing now about like dating, how that's all changing. They're saying that, you know, Tinder is up 10 to 15% like in usage. Bumble is up 21% in usage. I mean, dating apps are going way up because everybody now is at home. You know, guys aren't watching as much sports. There's no sports right now. So they have nothing else to do but like survive? connect with other, how will they do it? There's no <laughs> basketball, I'll go on Bumble. Um, but yeah, just wondering your thoughts on that and what you've seen happen so far. Well, I mean, I'm not in the dating game anymore. <laughs> so I mean, I'm I'm kind of lucky from, from that instance, but I know Gia has been experiencing some really but I, as far as like someone in a relationship goes and you're with that person 24 seven, it's a yeah. real challenge, you know? It's like a crash course in marriage. I think some people will come out of it stronger and some people will be dumped out into the dating well, world. Some people will come out dead. There's just no yeah. way. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, when you're there, you gotta make it work. You gotta make it work. But, something new. Yeah, for me, it's interesting because I tried dating apps uh, two years ago and I had one month and I thought it was awful. I could not connect with people. And because it's linked to your Instagram, you know, people will go and look at your, you know, if you're an Instagram model, they immediately kind of want to go out with you and make videos with you. So I would meet guys. Sounds appealing. Yeah, it was not appealing for me at all. So I didn't like that they knew who I was in that sense. So I really, I still haven't gone on it, but 
ask me again in a month, maybe I will give in. <laughs> <laughs> give you another month of just no human contact. Yeah. But yeah. right now I've been, I've been deciphering through all the guys that are hitting me up for my past. I've had a different guy hit me up every day. Like, Hey, you want to quarantine together? Quarantine and, it's like, and chill. Yeah. Cool. And now it's the quarantine and chill movement versus before they had Netflix and chill, they have evolved <laughs> to quarantine and chill. So I haven't gotten to that space yet, but I think, I mean, it makes sense. People, I mean, people are addicted to dating apps. So for me, it makes sense why people are now going to use it more because there's nothing to do. I personally don't feel I can find a connection through a dating app because I just, I need to meet someone. I need to know that I have a connection with them. And like I said, right now I'm talking to people that, you know, I had talked to in the past and maybe I kind of just didn't care about a relationship at the time. I'm very like independent woman. So I'm like, I'm busy, busy. Yeah. You know, when I have time for you, I'll have time for you. But now being in quarantine, I will say my focus is like, oh my gosh, why am I not in a relationship now? Gia, just pick one. <laughs> so it's like quarantine goggles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just do it. Yeah. Yes. Just throw a bunch of shrapnel in a cannon, shoot it out whatever hits well yeah I, I was gonna ask you that like is how tough is it before this for you to like date regularly because my guess is you would just have a bunch of alpha male douchebags yes. kind of yes. just hanging around you looking for some type of each moment that that's just my guess I, no I, it I, is you know, it's really difficult much, it's really difficult it like? uh, it's very difficult I'm most of the guys that I meet are at events I, I'll do go to like a red carpet event or a social media event and you know social media mm-hmm. influencers are I don't know. I think they're worse than, you know, the traditional celebrity, I guess, because they just feel like, oh, I'm so popular online. And so you meet guys that just kind of want to be your online boyfriend. And a lot of them, I mean, I have been out with guys and their friends. And instead of like conversing with me, they're like, oh my God, look at her Instagram pictures though. Like, oh my God, look at her Instagram. And for me, I always kind of feel very objectified and I mean, it goes with my work. I, that's how I get, that's how I pay my bills is the, you know, Instagram ads and stuff. So it's really hard to 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 be able to separate that because people want to bring it yeah exactly and people just want to bring it together so it is really really hard to date and you know for that many you know for those reasons I've gone back to an ex so many times because I'm like he loved me before all the fame online and so it's really hard totally it is it's really hard and like I said I couldn't do dating apps because as soon as you know most people will google you and I don't like to tell people my right. last name because then they'll Google you and they, you know, everything comes up. So it's, it is challenging. I, now I understand. I mean, this is a whole nother level, but like Jennifer Aniston, I, you know, you see them. And I, I remember before I got online and became public, I was like, how is she single? How can she not find someone? And now, I mean, I'm on such a small scale of that, but now it makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you don't know if people want you for you, for you or because, you know, if you're a fitness model and, you know, fitness is also something that's very sexual. And so people kind of think of it as like, oh, you know, you're, you have the body and their conversations tend to be so much of like, oh my God, your Instagram picture looked great yesterday. Like, oh my God, your body looks so good in that. And so it, it makes it hard to, it makes it hard to drop my walls. I feel like I've, I've gotten these really big walls now sure. because it's happened so much that I'm like, what's your intention? You know, which sucks because if I do find the right guy, I'm going to be, it's going to be really hard for him to get through those walls because I'm just kind of like, why are you here? Yeah, what do you, he, you know? Does he like you or does he like your likes? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, Ooh, does he obsessed, like you or does he like your likes? Obsessed with Instagram models. Like obsessed. That's the name of your autobiography. Does he like Mike? That's the name of your autobiography right there. <laughs> Done. 
Yeah. I'll take 10%. I'm good. I just, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I, I do. What I would recommend, maybe. Yeah, exactly. No, it's what I would recommend, maybe, Gia, what you could do, you, you create a persona. Gina Faye, say like, and then you just start dating like with that and then just see who shows up and like really wants to talk to you. And then whoever has like the best personality, you rip off the fat suit, do the whole thing. I, I know. it could be a good undercover. That could be a good experiment in a YouTube series. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know how they sometimes they do like, like, uh, like fitness muscle guys and they make them look old or whatever. Just put you in a fat yes. suit, make you do everything at a gym and you're just kicking ass and you're like the best one in the fitness class. And then at the end, you're like, oh, by the way, I'm really good at this. GFA, <laughs> you guys want to come over to me. I'll train you. That's how good I am. I even had 60 pounds of latex on me and I still kick this thing's ass. Oh my gosh. I think I actually know. really like that idea. <laughs> well, hey, my gift. <laughs> Tell you, yeah. Just, 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 my yeah. creative director over here, she does do, a lot of my do, stuff. Do too. some mock ups. Kirsten's just like, oh, so we have this. Like, we've already done the research. What research? What? <laughs> um, yeah. All right. I'm going to check uh, my files here next. What are we doing? Okay. So, Bad dates. We're talking about how dating has kind of changed in the time of Corona, as it's now. Um, give me some. I'm just thinking. No, no, you're freezing. Twin <laughs> dates. I would as well. Either just like a free therapy session. Oh, having a little bit of a connection issue. We're coming right back. Yeah, okay. Here we go. So uh, what we're asking for is thinking back to the time before Corona here in dating. Um, if you have a bad relationship, a bad date, uh, think of this like a really, uh, it's like a free therapy session. Feel free to blame, blame your parents, blame the guy, blame the situation, whatever you want. Uh, but uh, let's get into some bad dates. Gosh, bad dates. Do you want to start, Kirsten? Her date, her bad date is actually really funny. <laughs> <laughs> she was around for it too. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You can go first. Oh, right. yeah. Okay. Well, mine, mine is uh, quarantine relevant because it involves having a cold and going out on a date when you shouldn't. But it's not recent, so no one, please, no one come after me. Um, so I was in Vegas with Gia and Tiffany, and I had just come off the heels of like a tough breakup, a long-term relationship. And I met, the, I met a guy, a really nice guy. Turns out he was also from the Hollywood LA area. So we made plans to go out on a date when we returned back. And um, I came down with a cold in Vegas because Vegas is accessible. And I came back and the morning of the date, I woke up feeling fine. You know how you, know, you wake up in the morning and you have a cold and you think it's gone away. You feel great in the morning, but then as the day goes on, it gets worse. Get that little tickle in your throat, little little chill in your spine. Yeah, it was getting worse and worse as the day went on. And so um, by the time it had just gotten too soon to the date, I didn't want to cancel on him last minute. I was like, I'm finally getting back on the horse. I can't cancel now. And um, my friend Tiffany, who's probably watching this or will watch this later. Hi, Tiffany, oh, yeah. our, good, our good girlfriend. Um, I was like, I don't know what to do. I've been taking cough syrup. I've been, you know, using cough drops. I said, I just wish I had some codeine, you know, because Cody was already oh, yeah. taken off the shelves by that point. They knew people were getting drunk off this stuff, so they got rid of it. And Tiffany was like, oh, my grandma has some codeine from a year ago. <laughs> and, and she's like, it's probably expired. It won't be, it might not work, but let's just like, give you a little shot of it, right? So she gives me a very safe little dose, right? And we're talking and 
and I'm still coughing and she leaves the room. I don't want to go check on something. And I'm like, I'm going to have a little more. So I pour a little more codeine for myself. And, and then another 10 minutes passes and I'm like, ah, it's still not feeling great. Let's just, just a tiny bit more. And oh no. Yeah. This is yeah. like a Quaalude scene in Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was basically like Quaaludes, but I had no idea. Just take 10 more. I thought I was fine. And Tiffany comes back, has no idea how much I'm taking. And he shows up because he's, he's a little late. So it's one of those things where don't be late to a date, guys, because you left her own devices. Women like will just add too much makeup or try to keep ourselves entertained or take too much coding. And he shows up, takes me to date to a nice sit down sushi restaurant. Um, and by the way, this is about me being the bad date. Just to make this clear to everybody. He has a nice sit down. He's valeted the car. Um, he's ordered a sake and I'm looking at that sake and I'm like, I can't touch this. I'm not feeling really good right now. And he's talking and I'm trying to be engaging, but oh, yeah, start- you will be two sheets. You'll be three sheets to the wind. I start to get tunnel vision. And I think like, okay, I have to tell this guy, I have to tell this guy, I'm like, you know, this like super sexy, smoky voice I have, it's not what I usually have. (laughs) Like it's a cold. And I took a lot of codeine before I came to meet you. So that may interfere with things. And he's like, oh, I'm so glad you told me because, you know, if I would have thought you were on drugs or something and I, there's this history of drug abuse in my family and he's going to this long story pouring his heart out to me about his family. (laughs) And I'm like sitting there and he's getting smaller and farther and farther and farther away. And and I'm like, yeah, you know, I said I was mostly okay. I don't think I'm okay. And I jump up from the table and run out the back door where there's a security guard and a girl smoking. And the second I get outside, I fall flat like my body just is like we can't stand anymore and takes no. me down to the ground and I hit my head on the on the concrete and both of them are looking at me like what the fuck and I jump up immediately because you achieve a equilibrium and you're fine I jump up I run back inside I'm like I'm okay I'm all right I'm fine I'm fine I sit down and he's like right, what's going on I said like, yeah I just kind of fainted out there but I think that now I'm better and he's like okay I just want to and up walks the manager who's like the security guard just saw this girl fall flat out there she's <laughs> drunk or on something because it's hollywood people are often drunk and on something yeah and he's yeah and my poor baby's like oh i just want he's, totally he's like she's fine she's fine she just had some cough syrup and looks back at me and that's when i face plant onto the table and knock out half my tooth yeah so no they're like get out of here right now and he literally has to carry me out (laughs) they wouldn't even give us our food to go none of the sake was touched this poor kid has to take me back with half a tooth back to tiffany's place and it's like 20 minutes after we left or something and she's like what happened you just left and i was like i had too much cough syrup she said I only gave you this much. <laughs> I was like, I took two more shots while you were in the room. And she's like, Kirsten, what are you thinking? Anyway, oh yeah. Long story, long story long. This guy still wanted to make out with me with half a tooth. <laughs> and I swear to you, I thought I would never. Oh, it's Hollywood. It's a, he's just like, you're okay, right? is not a game breaker apparently no, in Hollywood. Fine, right? i mean guys will hook up with you drunk and passed out so oh, oh that's mean, a whole other i know I mean, yeah thank god this guy wasn't like terrible because i was like oh. holy shit you um, were out with you could have gotten sold into the sex trade you could have gone to russia 
Yeah. 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 He was, he was a sweetheart and we actually did end up dating a little bit longer, but ultimately like we ended up being just friends. However, at his Christmas party that year, like I went to it as a bud, I had people yeah. like, oh yeah, how, so how do you know him? And and I was like, oh, so this date, I knocked out a tooth. They're like, oh, you're tooth girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's so bad. Yeah, my stories don't top that. I have not chipped um, teeth. <laughs> but By the way, that's a fear of mine is chipping. I sometimes have nightmares that I'll feel the tooth, tooth fall out. Fall out Common and it's it freaks me out what you just, I'm going to, by the way, too, I love that you say sake, not sake. The fact that you say sake means I've been saying it's sake. So I'm going to write that down. I'm overly pretentious. Sorry. There's a, there's an accent on the E. I did not realize that. It's silent. It's sake. It's some, it's a Latin hey. prefix. Anyway, Gia, please. God, well, again, I can't top her story. <laughs> Um, Who can? Me, it's just, it's my bad date was I actually tried a matchmaking service six months ago because I couldn't do the dating apps because I don't have time to date millions of guys. I'm just like, narrow it down. Give me the best ones. You know, it's kind of like mm-hmm. having a secretary look for a date for you. Um, but I went on, on finally a date with one of the guys that they set me up with. And it literally was like an interview. I felt like I was being psychoanalyzed he started to talk about like, well, what's the relationship with your dad? So oh. I was honest. I was like, well, my dad cheated on my mom. I'm really fucked up because of it. <laughs> and he just kind of got more and more into like, wait, but how have you healed from it? And like, it was an awful experience. He was a really cute guy. He was a producer, like big producer in, in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I felt like I was completely being interviewed and he didn't actually want to go out with me again after that. <laughs> Hashtag daddy. So yeah. Hashtag uh, daddy issues. Daddy Actresses. issues, 100%. Uh, no, no, no. Um, so first off, you're not the first guest to say that a guy sits down on a date and then starts psychoanalyzing me and asks basically, like, why are you single? Like, why are you broken yeah. and damaged? Why why are you still available? Why are you still messed up? It's like... By the way, can, can I sleep with you in two hours? But yeah, yeah so it's, exactly. And it's this really guy's weird, 40, right? And this guy's 40, never been married. I'm like, hello, why are you still single? There's You're a reason with the he's never... Yeah. Let me tell you something right now. Every guy at 28, 29, 30... They start just cementing everything that they're doing. And unless like I got my ass kicked for a little bit because I, I had some work that had to be done to me when I first met my lady. But if you don't accept any change or take any type of notes or guidance, you are on the fast track for just kind of being a dick. Like yeah. and just it, it's because you're just not used to being told that you're wrong or that your opinions don't matter. So what it turns into is like this putting you down telling you why you suck and then at the end of the night it's like well I mean god I'm here because you're so you're so broken and damaged like we're still gonna go out right and you're like no that no <laughs> in no reality that's so weird no I, I hope know. he paid for everything I hope he paid for oh, extra sake as it were he, he did pay for everything oh good but he was being cheap too first he was like let's go oh, for he, he was trying to go for a walk first I was like <sighs> what do you mean like a hike or like a walk like what do you have to define this and then and then I was like okay we can go for a hike in Palos Verdes he's like oh no that's too ambitious I'm like oh so you want to go for an easy walk like you're not even going to go on my fitness level and then he invited me for he tea. wants to go for a 50 plus yeah stroll. and then he wanted to go for tea 
And we went for tea and the lady kept asking if we were going to order. And finally he was like, oh, I guess we can order something to be polite. I'm like, yeah, this girl can eat. Do you, do you hear I'm a curvy girl fitness trainer? I can eat. <laughs> so it was just a bad date all along. But what I noticed, what a, common, a common thing though, bad dates just in Hollywood. This guy actually asked me things about me. Most guys I go out with in Hollywood, they will sit there and talk about themselves for an hour and never once will they ask me a question. Like I'll have to drive the conversation. Like, what do you like to do? what are your fears what are your ambitions and will i get the same questions in return no these guys will literally sit there and talk about themselves the entire time and talk about how awesome they are those are like i can i can tell you like no oh, that's of dates that are like that. it's this is why i try not to date guys in Hollywood. if only the audience was their mother <laughs> yeah exactly not really so by the way too your requirements, my, I, I'm guessing from looking at shots and videos, I can't tell for sure. My guess is you're hovering right around 5'9", five, 5'10", five, maybe with heels on? Oh, close. Cool. So well, with heels on 5'11", but I'm 5'8", without any heels on. Got it. Good for you. Good for you. So for you and dating, and you prefer you like a guy who Bit, who knows all the stuff in Mazinski at the start of the office, right? Little yeah, Joey, kind of like tall, goofy guy. Or do you prefer like ripped? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Here, okay. can you hear me a little better now? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, for instance, uh, like, do you prefer what's your type? Like John Krasinski at the start of the office, you know, is a little doughy, kind of tall, goofy guy? Or do you, do you prefer like the bearded, svelte? ripped john krasinski who can just kick ass like where, where do you fall on the spectrum of these things i mean if i look at my patterns in the past my ex-husband was a seven foot basketball player so he was very fit and very tall so it's been really hard to date after him because i can't go with i can't i don't know i don't want to say i can't it's been hard for me to date someone under six feet that's not in shape in some way but I don't like those meatheads either like I don't want to be with a guy that's like oh let me count my my carbohydrates and let me work out four hours a day because that's not that's not something I like either because those guys tend to be broke and they have no time for work because they're working out all the time so there's also a balance there but I mean I do prefer them to to have a healthy lifestyle and it's because I don't like to drink every weekend I don't like to drink every day and most you know, most guys also have to have the same lifestyle. I've read that the psychologist said that in order for a relationship to work, they kind of have to have similar drinking patterns. Mm. You know, yeah. the drinking really has to match. And I am yeah. not like, they say hey, the couple that every weekend. Like, that's just not me. So no, they say, yeah, the couple that drinks together stays together. Yes. And like if, if one of is being tanked all the time and the other one's kind of staying so it will absolutely create resentment not it's work. not uh exactly. you typically have to do the same thing yeah but, but i I've think you find too once you're in like a healthy now. relationship finally you end up kind of doing the same things exactly really exactly. You how's really it been do. i've gone out with the shorter guys and i i think they're so much nicer short guys yeah. are kind they're thoughtful they're just they're more they're more willing to work for you. And what I've noticed with these taller guys, they're just kind of like, eh, I get it so easy. I don't really have to try. And so when I'm not interested because they're not giving me the effort, like calling me and taking me out and, you know, being caring and asking me how my day was, 
I, I just, I really would like to date a short guy because of that, but I'm not saying that not all guys are like, all tall guys are like that, but the majority of them tend to be like that. Sure. It's social Darwinism. If you never had to really develop or work on your personality, mm. I think man or woman, it shows, especially as you get into your thirties. Cause you're like, you clearly have never been told to shut up or anything. Cause like, you just think you're so hot and amazing. And you're like, at the end of the day, I don't know. It's yeah. just like, what I'm sure you think you're just, all right. A body's a body. Finally, you're like, I don't like you. I can't genuinely be around you. And you don't have nice things to contribute or say, like, if you're just terrible, you don't want to be around it. Like eventually it's just, it's like being around like a cancer. Exactly. You just want to get rid of it. And in my twenties, I will say I was willing to deal with more of those hot, tall guys that all they did was like, oh, you're so hot. You're so hot. And in my twenties, it was like, okay, you're hot. You make me feel hot. But now in my thirties, no, I don't care how hot you are. If you have nothing to say, that's going to mentally stimulate me like boy, bye. I'm gonna make something right yeah. here. Gotta have something good. Gotta have this. Yeah. Gotta have this. Exactly. It's my paperweight. I literally, exactly. just so you know, when I went home with, uh, when I first started talking to my fiance and we were like texting, I went home. Oh God, I almost broke it. My brother had, uh, he took us to a glass blowing, uh, thing that like, it was like a family thing. And so I literally made her a heart like kind of like a green heart and I was going to bring it back I'm like she's either going to think I'm a psycho or she's going to like really like it luckily we're together so it worked out you but... know how that worked out yeah Woo. Good. yeah you know how that one works out right just go for it just go for it um so this next uh thank you thank you for sharing uh stories um I think they're wonderful um and by the way yeah th just one last thing on the tall alpha male douchebag who has to flaunt money. I had a guest before who was talking about a guy who kept flashing his American Express black card and but was super cheap. And every time he would be like, oh yeah, we should take this trip somewhere. And she'd be like, that's great. He's like, so buy your ticket and then let me know. What, and she's like, well, all right, you're always, right? He's always flashing the card. He's always like, look, yeah. look how great I am. And then at the end, he gets her all psyched up. What's that underground sex club in Beverly Hills? I have no Sanctum. idea what it's called. I figured maybe <laughs> you ladies. Know. That's it. Yeah. She knew that one. She knew it. She knew it. She has t-shirts. I, I knew, I knew oh, one of you would know. No, no, I know. You're, listen, no, listen, you're, yeah, I, I get it. No, you're, no. Um, you're, you're like a nerd. You're just, you're a total nerd. You're, uh, Lots of information. anyway, um, but she was saying that like, yeah, you got her, um, you're, you're like a female Stephen Hawking. I don't think I they even him. understand. You're a total, total <laughs> nerd. Um, yeah. Did you? It was my second most embarrassing celebrity encounter. <laughs> oh my God. Do you want to talk about that real quick? Because I just made a joke, but like oh. that sounds actually very interesting. No, really. Uh, I met Stephen Hawking when I was 19 years old. My father had um, used his office in Cambridge. My father's a physicist. He introduced me to Stephen, Dr. Hawking. What? And then, ma and then made me ask him a question. And this man, he may not be able to speak, but his eyes say so much. And I saw so much disgust. He was not going to exert the energy to respond to me at all. Not this little 19-year-old blonde girl. Uh, it was humiliating. And I just backed up and I was like, thank you, Dr. Hawking. It was an honor. <laughs> terrible. Oh, my God. I felt like this. Size. So that sounds very 
similar to my experience just dating women in general. Like that sounds just about right. <laughs> yeah, I it's a great yeah. feeling. So ah, great. Uh, we have the next segment of the show. I'll be this picture there. There we go. Yeah, okay. Okay. Oh, we're good. We're good. So uh, the way red flags works is I have red flags right here. I will read to each three. And then the point is, which one could you just not deal with red flag that I'm gonna read? Would you go absolutely no effing way? Imagine two months of quarantine with these bad ones. Okay, uh, Gia, start with you. Okay. First red flag, literally always drunk. The what? It'd be fun literally and always literally drunk. always drunk. Oh yeah, definitely just no. Just talked about this. Big red flag. Wait until you hear the it. other two. You have to. You have to pick one of them to deal with. Oh, I have to pick one to deal with. You said. Yeah, yeah. Listen to all of them. One out of three. Okay. But hey, we know where you stand on that. Yeah. Um, Civil War reenactor might be fun. Um, and then of course, super super racist. I think the second one. What did you say? Reenactor. Civil War reenactor. Which one out of the three you have literally always drunk? Civil War reenactor and super, super racist. Yeah, which one could you just not deal with in a quarantine? Only one. Oh, oh yeah. I can, which one I cannot deal with? Gosh. Well, uh, both drinking and racist. I mean. But you got to pick, pick only one. one. You have to put up with two of them. I mean, I, I deal with the probably the drunk over the racist. So <laughs> not a racist. One. Oh, which what if they're because if they're a happy drunk like you don't know it could be fine yeah yeah exactly maybe they're just charming <laughs> yeah right but a racist uh, yeah no, <laughs> they could be charming they could be wonderful yeah Deal breaker yeah all right toothless you're up next so I have uh, regularly host tea parties for dolls. Oh. Might be fun. <laughs> kind of endearing. Uh, be a little creepy after a while. Or, right? or a bit. Of the uh, is your clone? What, what about a clone? Right. You walk in. He's just like, oh, like, is your clone? Oh, is my clone? How much do you like yourself? What's oh, the question? Is your clone? Could you... Could you do it with yourself? That's a question. That's another show. And then always takes the jokes three steps too far. From personal experience, I can tell you my nickname with my fiance is one too far car because she always says a joke. And then I go, and by the way, but, and she goes, oh, dude, one too far car. Stop, stop. Oh, wow. So we have a uh, regularly host parties for dolls. Could be fun. Is clone. And always takes the jokes three steps too far. Which one are you not going to deal with in a quarantine? Uh, in a quarantine situation. Um, well, first of all, by the way, my fiance is wonderful. I'm very happy being quarantining with him. He's just awesome. But uh, uh, I met him the that, other day and I can just tell you he was one of the sweetest, nicest people. And uh, I was just so eager yeah. for just to see and talk to people again. But uh, you really, I can tell like you're really happy. And thank you. like, thank God you're with someone who's like just good and is like someone great for you. So I'm really happy for you. Yeah, he has a heart of gold and a purple heart. 
so he's like all covered he has a purple heart yes right i mean of course i was gonna marry him how could you not how could you not <laughs> but um for okay so these bad traits all right first the dolls i mean that's sort of contingent on is it is he is annabelle one of the dolls or is it just that'd like, be creepy or is it ruth bader ginsburg doll i could deal with that you know? rbg I do it. Yeah, I love RBG. Um, number two, um, the uh, okay. Ooh, clone that get gets into so many issues, self image issues, which is the whole reason why I started working out with Gia. So I don't know. And number three, oh, I've already forgot what number three is. What was number three? The always takes. The oh, always takes the jokes. Jokes three steps too far. Uh. You know, I mean, that could be cute, especially when we're Probably, yes. our 80s. Uh, at least it's entertaining. I'm going to go with no clone. I just can't. Like, I'm pretty sure I've had nightmares about that as well. So that's my- Clone would be creepy. That'd be a little creepy. Too creepy. Yeah. It's like Bill Murray and Groundhog Day. Like, I don't, you know, I don't even like myself. Why would I even, yeah, be around? Yeah, no, couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. I criticize myself enough. Is it bad that yeah. I would actually want to be with my clone? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Dude, that's your next. Yeah, that's. Could you imagine if there were problem. two of you like, during Body by Gia? Well, no, but I, with my ex, the reason I kept going back with him because I was like, he is my twin. He is literally me in a man body. Uh, well, all the good, all the bad. Holy though. crap. That's the thing. Yeah. But I hey. learned to love all the bad of me. That's why I learned to love him no matter what. That's nah. the bad thing. Oh, that's good. Because I'm if you love them, and you can truly love yourself. I'm watching her yeah. in real time go back to her ex. No. <laughs> it was just, hard. I mean, she's already texting. Yeah. She's already I know. texting. He texted me today. He texted me no. today. And I'm like, you know what's funny? They always know to text I know. when you're like vulnerable and Quarantine. lonely. Yeah. yeah. Or when you're oh, about yeah. to just eat he, he cookie actually, dough. I was about to say, he texted me when I finally, like, I finally have considered one of the guys that have hit me up and I went out with him on, well, we hung out on Saturday. I know we're not supposed to do that, but. I quarantined with him in his place on Saturday. And I was like, okay, I could really date this guy. I mean, he's been chasing me for years. So I kind of have thought about it now. And I was just telling Kirsten, I think I'm going to give him a chance. And then he texts me. That's when he texts me. He Boom. always texts me. I know. He texts me always when I'm like, oh, I think I could move on. Yeah. Classic. So annoying. Classic. So annoying. Oh, gosh. By the way, speaking of uh, bad decisions, I just want to say um, uh, we're, we're mourning the loss of the uh, business Susie Cakes. Uh, I'm in Playa Vista. Do you ever go to Susie Cakes up on uh, Lincoln Boulevard? Oh, no, but they're closing down. About? It's already closing they're, down. They're oh. closing. They said temporarily, but all their locations. I got to tell you, that first week of quarantine, I went and got two slices of celebration cake. I'm not ashamed to admit it. But now that they're closed... I, I was kind of sad. I was like, well, now it's real. Yeah. Now it's real. Now it's real. Um, all right. So real quick here as we're kind of wrapping everything's up, uh, everything up here, is there any advice? What I tell people is imagine, um, imagine like a sci-fi scenario where you have 90 seconds, you can go into a room and you will be with your 18-year-old self. You have 90 seconds and you can tell them Whatever you want to tell them about advice, relationship, love, what do you tell yourself if you only have 90 seconds, each of you, whatever you want to start with? 
Gosh, well, me, I would definitely just tell myself something that I learned more recently is to just love yourself, love all the good, all the bad, because all the bad is good, because that's who you are. And mm -hmm. if you accept yourself, you'll be able to succeed and move forward with your career so much faster instead of stumbling so many more times. And yeah, just love yourself the way that you are yeah, with, with no fear and not and unapologetically. Yeah, mm -hmm. Yeah, and kind of expounding off of that, um, if I were talking to myself, I would I would say something similar, but probably also just because you can't love other people until you love yourself. I kept trying to skip that step <laughs> and just try to, I thought, oh, as long as I love this person, they'll stay mm. with me or they'll treat me right, you know? But no, people can tell when you don't have faith or you're not in a good relationship with yourself and they will treat you the way you treat yourself, so that has been a very, very important, if painful lesson. <laughs> yeah. That's so deep. Good. That's deep. So um, as we're wrapping up here, I uh, just want to give everyone again, please, if you can just spout off all, all the information, handles where we can find you, uh, websites, everything for people just to stay healthy, to stay fit. Maybe they're looking to work out for the first time. Now they have no excuse. We're going to be in our apartments here probably for the next, my guess is two months, the way it's going. I'm hoping by June 1st, we out of the gate, just oh. hit this thing. But where can we find you, Gia? Kirsten, thank you so much for everything. Like, give us, give us everything. Yeah, so I will be hosting uh, free live workouts on my Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, at Body by Gia. And for some humor, you can follow me at Body uh, Gia Faye on TikTok. The new thing is TikTok, you guys. <laughs> and Body by I know. And bodybyd.com also hosts all my classes in demand if you cannot make one of my live workouts. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I'm just curious then, like the number yeah. love. Oh yeah. <laughs> On Instagram, TikTok, whatever. Oh, fantastic. All the things. Great. Uh, as we wrap up today's episode, I'd like to leave us all with a little quote, um, as I do, just about dating in LA. Um, so here it is. Dating is like finding out your ex started dating a millionaire right before quarantine. Dating in LA, same thing, but your ex tweets photos of herself with her two-week-old relationship aboard a $590 million yacht in the Grenadines, telling everyone to stay safe. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest today, Kirsten Brown, GFA, Body by Gia, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for talking about bad dates. Thanks for keeping this going. It makes people laugh. It makes them have a good time. Thank you to everybody at AfterBuzz TV who has been working remotely to make this show still go on. My name is Adam Carr, reminding you all, stay horrible, stay single. Hey, we don't judge. Stay safe. <laughs> Wash your hands. RBG, stay healthy. Love you. Thank you so much, ladies. <laughs> Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.